at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. If ever you should find any physical flaws that you yourself believe that you have, know that I love every part of you no matter the day. When the night falls, I pray a moonlight allows me your silhouettes glow in the eyes of my sincerity. No other size or shape would convince me of better. If it's that important to you, we can find a routine together. It is true that I adore your curves and they feed my hunger and quench my thirst, but please believe that with or without them I will remain him, steadfast in your beauty's eye, kissing its tears, tasting its unique flavor, savoring its consistency, enjoying its texture, loving its river of confessions. Please never feel lesser. Submit, but teach me how to please you. Guide my head and neck. Grab a hold of my waist and swivel me to your rhythm. Wrap around me and silently ask for more. When you see needs improvement, I can't even picture a better you with me. I promise to continue to strengthen my physique for what may come. Or be more conscious of my aggressive touch should you ever need less. I count the breaths in that you take as I enter. I pause for anticipation but never fluctuate, only elevate and solidify more as I find your core. Please receive me. I fully accept every crevice and texture, every blemish and insecurity, every wall and reward. Just be open to me being the contradiction to the negativity that has charged at your intuition. Then and only then will you see that you were beautiful beyond fathomably believable long before you ever knew me. Synopsis is my take on my views of women and how they feel about their different insecurities and blemishes. I've had this conversation over and over with friends of mine, uh, some relatives, you know, male and female. And the crazy thing is people are still having this view of either themselves or another person when they have um, stretch marks or um, cellulite, um, even other blemishes that may be there. I just don't understand how one can judge another based on those types of things. When you think about it, I mean, really, 
there was something that happened at a moment in their lives where these things came about. But why is it important? Why is that even a focal point? And if you should focus on it, then why not understand the significance of it? There's a significant amount of beauty in those marks that should be kissed, caressed, and cherished just as much as those areas that you've held in such high regard for so long. Because that woman has gone through some different things in her life. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's a negative, regardless of what that experience was. It could be a beautiful existence which a child was born. It could be a monumental event where her for herself, she decided that I'm going to work on me. I'm going to take some of this extra energy and I'm going to exercise. I'm going to better myself as far as my health the wealth of health that she's really focusing on has nothing to do with just what she looks like. It's how she feels. Or there may be some things that have happened and maybe she's gained. Either way, a woman in all of her sizes, her shapes, her forms, her many everythings is very necessary for the evolution of the world. And I think a lot of people need to understand that. Um, you know, without necessarily speaking on race per se, I myself have this affinity with a very strong and confident or wanting to be confident because I don't want to leave anyone out. You know, everyone is on a different, different level or they're down a little bit farther or not as far on their journey through life and what they're hoping to establish within themselves and then the next person. We can't judge others on where they are or where we are in our journeys. We have to judge ourselves. We have to really look in the mirror and see that. It's amazing all of the things that a woman becomes over time, where she starts, where she is now, and all that she accomplishes in her life that she's not given credit for. Uh, I mean, I can't bear a child. I have no desire to bear a child. I believe that there are things in this world that are given to people or certain people that they can handle. I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it, but at the same time, what I've been given to handle, what I've been given as a responsibility is to provide the security to the one that can to give that reassurance. And there are a lot of people in this world that really don't appreciate the fact that women can bear a child and even after they've 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 bore one they don't really see all of what goes on internally because women hide it very well that's one thing i realize women can hide their pain they can hide their frustrations they can hide different things that they feel because of how people have been over the years very well they nurture without you know, showing any signs of remorse. They can be going through so much. I've seen my mother go through it. I've seen friends go through it. Um, I've heard conversations. I've listened to messages and things like that. And women deal with a lot. And it's hard for a person to look over and try to dictate what should or shouldn't be or how a person should or shouldn't feel when you, you don't know that person. You may have dealt with something along the lines of the concept, 
but you're not where they are in life. You're not where they are, period. And so for me, I learned over time watching my mother, watching um, friends, um, and just kind of sitting back and just being observant over the years where I've seen women, especially my my daughter's mom that was one, um, that was the first time I had the experience of seeing childbirth. It was the most incredible experience ever. And then after my daughter was born, uh, it was crazy because <laughs> my head was, first of all, it was right beside the doctor's head. He's looking at me like, you know, I was trying to play doctor. I'm like, no, I just need to see all this happen. I need to see what's going on. Uh, and it was it was great, you know. I saw it all happen. It, it doesn't bother me to see the sight because I'm appreciating the moment. And I think that in itself was a powerful thing. You know, you have the ability as a woman to actually have a child. And for those that take it for granted, I'm not even going to speak on that because that's not what this message is about. This is... This piece was written to be empowering. This piece was written to show appreciation, show adoration and empathy, not sympathy, because I don't want any woman that listens to this to feel like I feel sorry for you because you are a power beyond that that is even comprehensible to any one other woman or especially a man. And... I just want to give and show my gratitude to those that do what they do, whether they're mothers, doesn't have to be a single mother, but of course, especially single mothers, but mothers in general who do everything they can to be just that. Significant others that are wives or girlfriends or just significant others altogether or who are great friends. Um, it's, it's an amazing existence just to sit back and watch it all. And I know I make a lot of uh, episodes that are geared towards a certain subject matter, but that's really not what it's meant to just sit at. It's meant to make you think. It's meant to give you inspiration to be more passionate about how you address a woman, how you even caress a woman. And even when I'm talking about sex, it's not just about the intercourse part. It's not just about the sensual foreplay. It's about paying attention to the needs of the woman. It's about embracing her fully. It's about needing to be trusted and her needing to be able to trust any moment with you. It's, it really is a privilege of mine to be able to have this platform to express those things. And I, you know, I make a lot of posts on my social media about how many downloads and who all is listening to the podcast and things of that nature. But I do really feel like it's my responsibility to highlight the subject matters of different things I talk about. And since the bulk of it so far in this season one has been about the pleasing and the pleasuring of a woman, I need you to understand why that's so important. And so I dubbed this episode synopsis because the subject matter is ongoing. You know, it's not just a sexual thing. It's an overall appreciation for what she brings to the table. You know, we have so many debates and so many conversations about equal pay. We have conversations about 
who's more underappreciated or who cheats more and all these other things. That's not the conversation to have about who cheats more or who does more wrong or who's the sneakiest or who says this or who does more that. It's not about that. What it's about is the fact that you appreciate, period. You give that reverence and that respect where it's due. As a man, we were put here with all these different responsibilities to protect, to provide security, to provide reassurance, to always be at a point where we're growing. And I think we've lost that as men over time, the desire to grow. We're intimidated, so we start saying, oh, she's too independent. Uh, She just want to do everything herself. Well, where do you think that comes from? You get a guy that approaches her and sees that what he would normally do to get a woman to either sleep with him or be by his side or get a woman to just be all over him, chasing him and be all about him. It doesn't work with this type of woman. And then those women over time that used to do that, they learned better. So now you no longer have this thing that has women all over you. Now you have to actually step your game up. You get to a point as to where you have to be more of a man. You have to be more of an individual. You can't just go out and say a couple of words you think that she hasn't heard or a couple of phrases that you think will get it. You have to actually be genuine. Not just honest, but genuine. There's a difference between being real and being rude. You can say a lot of things that come to mind, but if you say it the wrong way, who are you really talking to? At what point in time do you really take the time to understand how to appreciate the point, the, the fact that when a woman breaks her stride for you, when she takes the time to come see you, when she takes the time to allow you in her space, that is is very much a privilege. Because we find them, they don't find us. And should we find each other, however that interaction may be, regardless of what the pretenses are, it's not just an understanding, but you do come to an understanding as to what is, what isn't, where it's going to go in all respect. And I think once we get that back, then it'll be a much greater power source, whether you're friends, whether you're significant others, whether you're just having fun, you're enjoying each other's company, whether you're, I mean, regardless of what it is, it's a powerful connection, a much more powerful connection when you have this tremendous amount of respect and consideration for a woman because she almost, if not instantaneously, she will eventually return it to you so far exponentially in the fold that you will start to really look at yourself and hope that you're giving out as much as she's giving you in return. And so, I mean, if you don't believe me, just sit back and think about it. Sit back and look at it. Whatever you give out, that's what it is. If she's more reserved, if there are walls up, eventually those walls don't necessarily come down, but she starts to pretty much form a door right there and give you a sneak peek every now and again, or a window. So... Just take the time to sit back and understand more. Be patient, because what's one day to forever? You know, you're either going to have a significant other forever, or you're going to have a lifetime friend, or you're going to have somebody you can call on and just vent to. Because if you become that person that maybe she can vent to, or that person she can call on, you will forever have somebody that has your back. Take self out of it. Take selfishness out of it. 
and allow her just to be her, allow her to blossom, allow her to grow, allow her to feel comfortable because you never know how far she's come to actually get to that point where you even have a chance. I would like to express my deepest appreciation for you taking the time to listen to this episode of At The Sound Of My Voice. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to leave a voicemail, a comment, or a review. If you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on At The Sound Of My Voice or any of our social platforms, please email us at channel82 at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, the number 8, T-Y, the number 2, at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at at underscore the underscore sound underscore of underscore my underscore voice for even more content and updates. And stay tuned for our merch coming very soon.